Everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Chai Spirits, guys. I am your host, Parker, uh, joined by three lovely ladies. What's uh, up? Hello. Hey. So, I, of course, I have producer Jenny. Hey. I've got unpaid still internally. I feel like I'm going to work my way up the ranks this episode. I mean, I'm working on your annual review. It's not looking great. <laughs> and uh, joined by the, for the first time. Our, our new friend of the show, um, Vic. Hello. Hello. Happy to be here. Uh, Vic, tell us a little bit about yourself. This is actually the first time we've met. I'm very it's ex- true. Um, at least in person. I think uh, there, there may have been a video chat of some kind at some point. I don't know. I'm uh, sure at some I'm point. I'm sure there was some alcohol involved with that chat. That's yes. also true. <laughs> Just tossing her right in the deep end over here. Absolutely. You, I mean, we were both we were both there. It's fine. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to this great city of Chicago. Thank and, you. Thank you. Happy, and, uh, happy to be here. We're very <laughs> excited to have you on. Um, as I ask every first time guest, uh, what do you like to drink normally? Gin. Okay. Cool. I like gin. I like vodka. Okay. Um, I love a good gin martini, though. I mean, that's the only way to make a martini. I completely agree. Uh, very cool. What kind of gin do you drink? Any brand you like? Um, I really like Hendrix. Hendrix okay. came yeah. out with that uh, that special like lunar gin. Yeah, yeah. And that was easily my favorite that I'd had in a very, very long time. Very cool. Yeah, they do a couple different interesting releases throughout the year. Um, I'm not a fan of the summer one. I forget the, the one that one's I think called. it's called Midsummer, which it, just it, makes me think of the. It's super floral. Shakespeare. If you're into really <laughs> oh that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah if you're into really floral gins, it's great. But it's yes. like a little too floral for me. But very I, floral. But I do like that they make some different varieties. But no, very cool. Yeah. Um, well, today we are not really talking about gin, unfortunately. Uh, That's fine. <laughs> pushing you out of the, the old comfort <laughs> zone immediately there. Immediately out of your comfort zone. Uh, Love it. Uh, we're talking about uh, primarily brandy, but a little bit of whiskey as well. Um, from a, a place in Door County, which we love, Door County Distillery. Now, now, admittedly, Jenny, we've been sitting in this one for a little while. Yeah, we have. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Door County is a peninsula up in Wisconsin that is, it's up in, you know, Lake Michigan. It's beautiful. Um, lots of really pretty views, a lot of really cool places to stay up there. Great tourist spot in the summer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so we were up there last year, and as we were driving up on our way through... Um, we stopped at Door County Distillery. Um, yeah, there's they, so yeah they have two distilleries there. Um, we we previously discussed uh, Hatch Distilling, which we really liked. Uh, we went there the same day we went uh, here. Yeah, I cannot tell you why it took us this long to do this episode, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, but we have some wonderful expressions from them to try. Um, uh, full disclosure: when we did go, I was very hungover, and but I, yeah, no, oh, no, seriously. But uh, but it was a rough day for Parker. But, but then I tasted like a dozen things at Door County Distillery, and I felt fine. So there, there you go. <laughs> that old hair of the dog. They they really uh they really saved me from that uh that Green Bay evening out that we had on the way up there, which was a fun time. But uh, a little bit of background on Door County Distillery. Uh, opened in 2011 in Carlsville, Wisconsin. Uh, that's just just south, I believe, of Egg Harbor. Um, Sounds right. And then, uh, you know, keep going up the peninsula. Uh, they were Door County's first distillery since Prohibition. Um, I, there's only like two of them. So I <laughs> say, yeah, uh, not, but, not that big of a claim, but we'll go with it. But hey, <laughs> hey, you're first. Let, let the people know you're first. Uh, they specialize in small batch spirits uh, made with local ingredients. So they're really big on using a lot of local ingredients. And we'll get to, into a, a little bit of that as we uh, taste these things. Uh, they are connected to Door Peninsula Winery. So Door Peninsula Winery, I have to look up when it was that was founded. But that was kind of like what they started the, with the winery, and then they kind of expanded into 
the distillery. Both those things are like in buildings next to each other. Mm-hmm. Not even share a building, actually. I know there's a couple buildings over there well, in yeah. the complex we were in. I'm guessing, so there's like a bigger building, and I'm guessing that's where all the distilling actually happens. Because um, people were kind of doing tours over there. And then like there's like a more of like a patio type area, and that's where you go get the booze. I, I will um, say their setup was really cool because they had this huge, really like big, expansive outdoor area. Yeah, it's um, kind of like a pic- picnic area almost is yeah. what it looks like. And they have like a giant fire pit for the winter so they can still do stuff. Yeah. So uh, really cool outdoor stuff, which I liked about it. Um, very good place to hang out. Honestly, like the like the place that you go to like order what you're going to get, it almost reminds me of like like at a golf course, like a really nice uh, um like bar, like bar, like concession bar, bar on, at, the, on like the turn on the turn. Yeah. yeah. It kind of reminds me of that. And then there's plenty of like covered, uh, space. I think right. I've got some pictures. I'll, I'll try to put them on our Instagram when we release this episode, um, from our trip there mm-hmm. to give you guys the idea of what it looks like. There's no pictures of Parker though, because he would not let people see him that day. I was in rough shape. I did not, I did not get a shower that morning. I was very upset about it. And it was somebody's fault, but we won't name who. That's not, that's not important. That was, that was almost <laughs> a year ago now. We're, we're moving. It wasn't I, me or him. <laughs> I'm definitely over it now. Um, that motherfucker, though. Hold on. Like, okay, we're going to literally get real quick. I would love your guys' take on this. Is, uh, I'm in. I'm so ready. New friends of the show. So we were doing a big trip up to Wisconsin for a long weekend. We stopped in Green Bay for a night, got an Airbnb. Uh, my brother, who organized the uh, the event, who I just which which is the first mistake is letting him organize it. <laughs> hey, to his credit, he you know he did he did the, book the, all the, the things. things. Um, so we get this Airbnb, and we're all like eight of us jammed in this Airbnb. It mm. has one bathroom. Um, in the morning, we all kind of thought we the checkout time was later than it actually was. My brother gets up, takes a shower, doesn't t- say anything to anybody, and then. Once he's all ready to go, he's like, oh, hey, by the way, guys, like we got to be out here in like five minutes. Oh, come on. That's that's a no go. All of us drank a fuck ton the night before. So like none of us are ready to like move that quickly to deal with anything. Yeah. So, yeah, it was morale was low. Um, Yeah, that's not cool. Scrambling to uh, pack up our things and like go. And yeah. And like we hung over. We had had a plan to stop at two distilleries on the way up, obviously. So like we're just like, well, we're still doing it. We're going to do it. I don't know how it's gonna go. <laughs> the old, uh, the old whore's bath. Yeah. yeah so, Hits and bits. Yeah. So we sh- we showed up a little roughed up, but uh, you know. Hey, we did it. Mm-hmm. I, we, we showed up. I, I love that they had flights. So, um, they also uh, produce their products with uh, Door County's natural limestone filtered water. So that's exciting. As the last bullet point on my uh, information <laughs> about the distillery. Ooh. It's okay. Um, no, but. They make a lot of stuff. Like I don't know if all, everything is listed on their website by any means, but. We did, I think, three separate flights of five things and didn't redo anything. So we tried like 15 different oh, wow. spirits. Yeah, they make a ton of stuff. So like we have the cherry brandy in front of us, but they had other other flavors of brandy as well. And they had other, I don't, I don't remember everything that they had. Honestly, there was too many things to remember. Um, I think they had some rums as well. I'm just... I feel like they had gin too. I don't know. Yeah, They, they, they definitely had some rums because I remember, I remember tasting those. Yeah, I'm pulling up their website right now, which I should have had ready to go. Yeah, they make a cherry flavored rum. That's kind of interesting. Ooh. Um, Cherries like are a big deal in Door County. A barrel finished gin, uh, an apple brandy. These are all things I don't have here for us. Yeah. <laughs> the first four. Okay, well, this, we have, this we've got. Oh, uh, yeah, the cherry brandy. Uh, so they actually do a couple different rums. Yeah, we tried a bunch of their stuff. Um, but we got four things. Uh, first up, we're going to try the cherry flavored brandy. All right. 
So very excited. But first, we're going to take a quick break. And we're back. We've got this cherry-flavored brandy. Uh, so this is uh, crafted in Door County, Wisconsin. Comes in at 70 proof, which is why it's cherry-flavored brandy and not just cherry brandy, I would guess. Uh, they use Montmorency cherries. Now, um, Vic, you're a cherry expert. Now, how does that differ from other types of cherries? Well, you know, the, um, it's uh, the color. <laughs> Um, Allie may have fudged some of Vic's credentials. <laughs> Listen, hey, anything to get her on the pod. So what is it called again? It's a, a Mon- Montmorency cherry is the type of cherry they're using. Um, they, they say it's served, it's great served alone over ice or in an old fashioned. And of course, we all know about the brandy old-fashioned, Wisconsin style. Check out our old-fashioned episode. Mm-hmm. This handcrafted spirit is as Door County as it gets. They actually do grow a lot of cherries up there. Mm-hmm. Cher- cherries and apples. Mm-hmm. So everyone, uh, check out the nose on that. See what you think. Now, Vic, typically what we'll do is, uh, like, you know, the nose, see if anything really jumps out at you, like flavor-wise. Or if it's like, oh, this is terrible. Or, this, oh, this smells great. I'm getting a lot of cherry in this case, probably. Yeah, I mean, gosh, I'm not going to lie to you. The first thing I smelled was cherry. Yeah, I mean, this is, when it's cherry brandy, that's you're going to get. A I hope cherry. it's the first. It's if it's not the first thing I'm smelling. Yeah, I feel like we've got a different problem. Yeah, that would be really strange. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting a lot of, you right. know, like charcoal. That's probably not supposed to be good, right? I don't. No, this is a. Uh, I, I get like a dark cherry though, like a I don't know, like an amberata yeah. cherry. I know. One of these days, I'm going to get you to look up what an amberata cherry is. <laughs> It's the the dark kind of cherries you put in old fashioned. Can I just call it a dark cherry? Like sure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting more <laughs> more like sour cherry than sweet cherry personally on the nose. Like I could get that. Oh, absolutely. Yes, got one. I spend a lot of time in Michigan, and one thing that they're known for are their cherries, and it's that most of the things that I try have that like deep, mm. you know rich, mm-hmm. sour kind of mm-hmm, cherry mm-hmm, instead mm-hmm. of it being, or tart rather, mm-hmm. instead of it being like the super sweet, sickly. I, I get a little note of like red licorice on this too. That's just me. I could get that. A little uh, red vines perhaps. Mm-hmm. I was thinking a Twizzler, but yeah. It's going to be red vines though, actually. Different strokes for different folks, okay. <laughs> but uh, go ahead and go ahead and dive in there. See what you get on the palate. I always got a weird look on her face. I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. I think I'm still even however many episodes into, you know, interning I've done on this mm-hmm. lovely podcast. Not really sure about like what brandy is, what it, what its purpose is. I mean, it's a spirit distilled from fruit in this case, cherries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would you drink this? I mean, I know you said in an old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think anyone's sitting around just swilling yes. this in a glass? Really? Uh, yes. Yes. It's just my roommate loves brandy. Just not not this roommate though. Not this current roommate. Previous roommate Cat, loves brandy. Cats out of the bag. <laughs> Cats out of the bag. Vic's gonna be my new roommate, guys. Watch out. Um, I do enjoy the taste. I just feel like for me, it's missing something to be what I would want 
to experience if I'm just sitting sipping something. Put a couple drops, the the old alley style yeah, drops of water. The old alley there. style couple of drops mm-hmm. of water. Yeah, I I think that I would use. I wouldn't just sip this. I would I would cocktail with it. <clears throat> you know. I think funny enough, I don't know that I would want it as an old fashioned, mostly because I don't think it needs any more cherry. Mm. So it's going to have to be like a different old fashioned. I was thinking, maybe you like muddle a, the orange with it oh, and, st- yeah. and just kind of skip the cherry. Black walnut bitters, I think, mm. would, would rock in this. We're big fans of the chocolate yeah. and the... We had some of that in there somewhere. The orange oh, yeah, the bitters. Like the crab bitters. bitters. Mm-hmm. We like doing the chocolate and the orange together. It's good. I love chocolate Classic. bitters in an old I don't know how that would go love with it. cherry, but that's, yeah. Chocolate and cherries. Oh, yeah. Chocolate, orange, mm-hmm. cherry. Those mm-hmm. are great. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, like, you could try this in other brandy cocktails. Like, put it in a sidecar and see what happens. Be, oh, yeah. That'd be my uh, my thing there. That's a bunch of random bitters we've got there. That's nifty. I just want the people at Door County who I know are listening to know, I think you make a great product. I just don't think it's made for me. And that's okay. No, I get obviously some cherry. I, I do get some tartness though on the like a tart cherry. Absolutely. So there, and then maybe it's something a little bit like herbaceous, like a bit like herbal tea kind of note to it. But uh, that's that's what I'm getting. I see what you mean on the herbal tea. Oh, I could yeah. totally get the herbal tea note. It reminds me of like a. I drink a lot of Earl Grey. That bergamot kind of yeah. yeah. I still, I, what we ha- what talked about on the nose with a dark, sour mm-hmm. kind of cherry, I get that on the palate too. But honestly, like, pretty good. If you, if you gave me, like, a, a glass of this after dinner, I wouldn't be mad about it. That's true. I think I would like it if it was, like, straight from the freezer, like, ice cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, like, what, to me, would add, like, that little bit of zing that I would enjoy. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. I usually... If I am not a fan of something, I'll try it on ice before I dish Yeah. It. I'm almost thinking like I want to put like the like like the shot glass in the freezer and the brandy in the, like they do with limoncello sometimes. Oh my gosh. And then and the brandy in the limoncello, yeah. Yeah. And then take them both out and then just sip it. And it's like almost like frosty. Oh. That is that is the experience that I'm envisioning. See, I'm thinking the exact opposite. I almost want it warm. There you Not go. warm, but like yeah, room temperature, cooler or warmer than. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just right. hold it in your hands. Real quick. That's I mean, that's sometimes yeah. what these are for is to keep it now to get very off topic. Yeah. Um, I know you just recently did your first Malort shot. Oh, my God. And uh, I enjoyed the video thoroughly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We could we could it put was, that on um, the Instagram if we uh, on the old gram. If it was Vic feels experience. good about it. It was an absolute experience. You know, I was warned. Um, I don't think anything could properly prepare you for what, what happened in, in no, my mouth no. at that point. No, no one, no, <laughs> no, no one can tell you what the matrix is. You have to see it. Yeah. Experience yeah, it yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, for our, uh, our fans of the show, I know they got to recently see Ali take a shot of, uh, not regular Malort, but the anti-hero Malort, which in my which opinion. is an entirely new level. And I love Malort. The anti-hero Malort's an abomination. And somebody who's serving time for war crimes. Yeah, Vic, I don't even, you're not ready yet. No. I, I, I'm not, no, no, I can promise you that I'm not. No, she, she needs to do at least 99 more Lord shots. Absolutely. Consider do. Trying that. I think so after I next just week, discovered I'll never try it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Never's a long time. You That's, stay in Chicago oh, long enough. Never's oh no. a long time. It, it'll grab you. Like, yeah. I, I didn't think I would be taking shots of Malort voluntarily, but I do. 
Did you happen to see the video? Yeah. Yeah. See, you know, I started off, I was like, this is fine. This is, this is the worst thing I've ever had <laughs> in my whole life. I asked her right before we did it. I was like, is this anything like Jaeger? I feel like it's going to be like Jaeger. And she goes, I was like, it's so much worse than Jaeger. It's so much worse. <laughs> but, but for me, I will happily take, I would take a shot of Malort right now if it was offered to me. I don't believe we have any in the. No, we don't. And she only said that because we don't. No, I would take okay. one. No, no, she I, didn't. No, I didn't. No. Oh no, Vic. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, but Jaeger, I would never willingly take a shot of Jaeger. I used to do a lot of Jaeger shots when I was in college. Mm. I could do a like a Jaeger bomb is is a palatable way to be drinking Jaeger, which is you know. I always your, did it straight when I was in college. Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> See, Malort, to which me is maybe was why like, I'm good at Malort now. That's true. <laughs> That's got to be it. I here I was, you know, not drinking enough in college. Last last thing on the on the matter for me, at least Malort feels like if Jaeger could bite. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And some people are Does into biting, right? you know? OK, it is true. Look, just because I'm into biting doesn't mean I want my liquor to bite. I'm just saying, uh, is there anything you do like taking shots of? You most Vic. other things, Mo pretty much anything else. Parker, you're looking really young and spry today. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so spry! You know, thank you for noticing. I appreciate that. It had to be said. And also tan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do a little tan work. And I don't know how you usually look, but I'm going to assume you do look young and spry right now. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll move on to the next uh, spirit here. So next up, we've got. A very special release from them, their 10-year anniversary brandy. So I'm going to read, read a little something to you off the back of this guy. Oh, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Although the text on this is not making it easy. Uh, celebrate one decade of distilling in Door County. This commemorative brandy was crafted using only grapes grown in Wisconsin Ledge AVA along the Niagara Encarcement, whatever that means. Uh, it encapsulates the best of Door County agriculture, winemaking, and distilling all in one bottle. All right. So Snazzy. They're apparently very proud of this brandy. I think this one, Allie, will probably end up being closer to uh, like a normal brandy for you. Okay. I'm excited. I am also very excited. Um, right away, I enjoy the nose on this. Just first impression. Mm. Butterscotch. Yes. Absolutely. You know, it's, got, it's got a nice richness to it on the nose that I, I'm here for. Uh, this comes in at 80 proof. Kind so. of kind of caramely. Yeah, that's like what I get. Maybe some like baking spice kind of a note mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a little bit, but yeah, butterscotch caramel for me for the most part. I'm not sure exactly how long they age this for, but it's definitely um, decently aged because it's you're getting a lot of that barrel characteristic on here, which I enjoy. Mm. It is feeling like... Not festive. Festive isn't the right word, but I think it's that baking spice note I'm getting that's making me feel cozy. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of what spice specifically. I'm trying to like pin yeah, down. Of one course you are. Yeah, let's get our pastry our chef. Former <laughs> pastry <laughs> chef. <laughs> do you feel like you're like curled up by a fire underneath a, a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fleece blanket? I really feel like I should be under a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fleece blanket. Mm. Perhaps the one I'm just staring at longingly mm. right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe wearing a flannel. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Bucks colors naturally. Mm -hmm. See, it makes me feel like I'm in an old library. Oh, I love it's got that. that like old that oaky kind of that like I don't know 
the, like, the smell <laughs> of old book pages, like that yeah. are like a little crackly. Mm. There might just be the most the tiniest hint of leather on the uh, the nose there. That could be the explanation some, of the some old books. leather bound <laughs> books. Maybe yeah, books. I love that. It smells of rich mahogany. Mm. <laughs> that is mahogany. I'm sorry. We were just watching Hunger Games, so we were. Ooh, I so I just tasted it. I like that a lot. I've got like oh, some wow. like Ooh. charred something. Like yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. a little smoky. I don't know. Not in a bad way. No, in a no good way. way. Like um, like campfire. Like something that was mm-hmm. like a, like in tobacco. Kind of in that same maybe yeah category. That like leathery like, tobaccoy. Yeah, but there's a nice sweetness with it too. Yeah, I really I just said so much about brandy that maybe I just don't like cherry flavored things. That's I don't know totally because fair. this. Is taking me totally to the opposite direction. I'm getting some like dried fruit. I don't know. The last episode, we talked a lot about Robitussin. Oh, yeah, but Savannah was into that Tussin, not me. That's a great note. Hold on. Hold Hold on. on. Hold on. That's a great note. It's not. No, Tussin's a great note. Not in a bad way. I know it sounds like, oh, it's medicinal, whatever. No, it's just. We're not saying that it tastes like you're drinking Robitussin. Mm -hmm. There is just a slight note of it. Uh, Of medicinal, yeah. I I can get that. That's totally fair. Yeah, whatever. It's kind of like. um, we were just talking about it. Jaeger. It's got that medicinal yeah, I, quality. I would say it's, it's I kind of hate Jaeger. Um, Me too. I drank too much of it in college. <laughs> but uh, no, so our Old Forest, one of our favorite bourbon brands, you see that a lot in their in a lot of their expressions, this like red cherry kind mm-hmm. of robitussin type flavor, but yeah. like in a good way. Absolutely. I anyway. am doubling down definitely on what you said about the, uh, the butterscotch. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it is more more of a toffee. I used to make toffee at Disneyland, and it was in this like giant vat mm-hmm. in this like copper pot, and we'd stir it with like a wooden stick the yeah. whole time. Truly, and the many lives of Victoria Rose. I was about to say, yeah, you're pulling from a lot of different places, and this I, is awesome. You know what? Anytime. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting I'm getting like a candied fruit thing going on here that I'm I'm here for. What fruit? I I thought like a dried fruit, like um, maybe like an apricot or a fig. I Ooh, could yeah. totally get a dried apricot. Yeah, this one is definitely very complex. Definitely, mm-hmm. there's a like we're all we're throwing out a lot of different notes, and I can see how all of them would fit in here. Now, this is definitely something I would have in an old fashioned, more oh, so yeah. than the first one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Now this one I do want cherry in it. Yeah, I think a little cherry would go well with yep. this. And it, yeah, you could. It's not too sweet, so sweetening it up isn't gonna. Yeah, yeah, crush that, it. Um, a little cherry, a little orange muddled in. Mm. Absolutely. Um, what kind of bitters would I want on this? I oh. still want black walnut. I it think looks, I just really like black, black walnut. walnut sounds, sounds like it. Uh, so <laughs> we, we also had an interesting toast and almond bitters that I. Uh, oh. I would try with this. Oh, that's absolutely. Good. Maybe like a hit of that, a hit of chocolate bitters, and then I'm home. Ooh. That's, uh, yeah. See now, okay. In my defense, on the black walnut front, right. I. My favorite old fashioned to make is a maple black walnut old fashioned. So instead of, you know, a sugar cube or mm. simple syrup, I use uh, maple syrup, like good nice. maple syrup. And mm. then with the with the bitters, I don't do the cherry in it. I just do the orange as well. It's incredible. Which reminds me, we have to make an old fashioned one of these days with that fig liqueur. We That's had. what I was just going to say. Yes. Yeah, you know, we got uh, from New Orleans. We she got a, gonna say that. I was going to say <laughs> that. I just looked up. It's right there. Um, <laughs> um no, uh, we went to Sugarfield Spirits. They, we brought a fig liqueur home from them, and it's like it's pretty sweet, 
but like you could just use that instead of simple syrup. Oh yeah. To yeah, make absolutely. an old, I feel like absolutely. that would be really good with this. But uh, yeah. Any final thoughts on this? What do you, what do you guys think? Big fan. I really like it. Also a big fan. Once again, I've made a complete 180 as far as my thoughts on Brandy after this. It's the complexity and the like, you know, we just keep talking about you can find a lot of different notes in it and it's not overly sweet, which I love because I'm not a fan of overly sweet. Duly noted, Allie hates sweets. Got I mean, it. got it. I'm going to take personal offense to that. Listen, <laughs> not if they're made by my good and great friend slash roommate, Victoria. Thank you. I was, I was, well, you go. I was gonna, so if you, I'll remember this when my birthday um, chocolate raspberry bunt cake is being passed around. Does it need to be a bunt? Yes. I have, oh, okay. I, I have a bunt cake guy. Oh, okay. I thought you were. I thought you were making a, a request. <laughs> I was gonna say, no, um, please I, don't make it a bunt cake. I was gonna I, say I don't have a bunt cake mold for no, I, pan. I, no, I, I, I literally have a bunt we, cake. We got, got a bunt cake, cake guy. guy. You know what? <laughs> I want to meet him. Uh, yeah, you would. He's fantastic. Uh, he uh, he was trying to do like a little side business, um, doing bun, do like baking bunt cakes, which mm-hmm. I guess is uh, it's on pause right now. But he is gonna come out of retirement for me. To uh, make me a birthday bunt cake. He's made us a number of bunt cakes for uh, uh, different occasions over the past probably year and a half or so, probably. Yeah, I actually met his husband recently. Yeah, and he introduced me as his his best bunt cake customer. (laughs) (laughs) That is is just lovely. Now, when did you say your birthday was? Uh, Next month. Oh, beautiful! Can't wait to try some bunt cake. Oh, this is me inviting myself to your party. Thank you very much. We'll see. We'll see on the the bar crawl. It's gonna be a great time. Oh, absolutely! I will say, um, I'm excited for you to make scones for our friend Kitty, who is British. Oh yeah, that's terrifying. Listen, you are a pastry chef. I mean, I feel like I feel like you're gonna be just fine. I think think I'll be okay. I think Kitty, you might be Kitty's new favorite person if you make her some like really good scones. Yeah, if you're saying that you you like can really crush a fucking scone, like I I feel I feel confident that you've got this. Good. Kitty had Good. to teach us how well, to make... Uh, having not tasted anything that you've made ever. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. So, I, I appreciate the blind faith. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so we had Kitty over when um, Allie and I had our Lord of the Rings marathon. Yep. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vic, as a fellow huge Lord of the Rings fan, um, you, you will appreciate that we did attempt to have all of the Hobbit meals. Um, alas, we, we were one short. We, remember how we talked about how Parker was extremely hungover at uh, Door County? Yes. I was, would you say the same level or more hungover? More. More, more hungover for Lord of the Rings Day, unfortunately. Oh, no. yes. That's yes. no good. It wasn't my That's best okay. showing. Much like Gondor in Two Towers, she did not really show up for that second movie. Listen. Where, Allie where, called where, for aid. Where was where was <laughs> when the West fell? Where was Allie, Allie when Helm's Deep was going down? Yeah, I watched almost all of Return of the King. <laughs> you know what? Okay, that's pretty impressive. So you rallied, is what you're telling me. I mean, that's a generous. But she 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 did perk up for you, the last <laughs> movie. After spending the majority of the first two movies either asleep or on the bathroom floor. Yep. Yep. I did turn it around to eat some veggie chili. I was proud of you for that. Oh, that's good. That's good. Absolutely. But the point is that Kitty taught us how to make traditional 
British cucumber sandwiches. Which, oh, that was yeah. The first time I'd ever had that. Fantastic. So good. I am a sucker for a good cucumber yeah, sandwich. Yeah. And she's like, you got to you gotta set the butter out yes. so that it gets nice and, and soft. And Room you have to butter maybe. one side and you cream cheese the other. And then you do that. You peel the cucumbers. You slice the cucumbers. Mm-hmm. You got to do it on white, soft bread. Of course. Anyway, that, now I really want a fucking cucumber sandwich so, so badly. I, I could go for one of those too, actually. Yeah. Those are so great. So crisp. So next time we do a Lord of the Rings marathon. Um, I mean, we, the three of us are having I'm, a Lord of the Rings day. Yeah, quite I'm soon. so in. Would you, would you consider us a fellowship in that regard? I think we might need a couple more to make a fellowship. All right, I'll call around. But we call could, around. We could Dude, be like the poor three, and I will. I will fall on the sword and be Gimli. I well, love well, that. Well. You're so short. Thank it you. is so necessary. <laughs> um, you are looking very regal over there. Um, timeless, some might say. <laughs> I'm feeling. I'm feeling a Legolas coming from. This side of the table. I mean, the beard. Some might say Aragorn, it's just but because you, just you look want to so be Aragorn, isn't young it? Young and That's exactly freaking what's spry. Yeah. Wow. Yes, she, she, looked, she looked rugged and then what like Legolas. Your, what what do your no, elven eyes see, Parker? <laughs> Lies. You, you know, I have terrible eyesight. We, <laughs> <laughs> I was so close to making a joke when you were looking at that thing, and I was like, "I, I know you, Allie, were. Allie, you're being nice to Parker this episode, and I'm doing great. Thank yeah. you so much for noticing. <laughs> doing a wonderful job." <laughs> Everyone's been talking about how, <laughs> how great you are on this episode. <laughs> so next up, we've got the uh, the rye whiskey from uh, Door County Distillery. Also comes in at 80 proof. If I can uh, get my cheaters on here and I'll read the back of this bottle for you. No way that I can actually see it. Um, this spicy and bold whiskey is uniquely distilled with Door County's natural limestone filtered waters giving it distinctive flavors only found in this region. It's distilled from grain, obviously because it's rye whiskey. I do not know the mash bill, so don't ask. I have a question. Would you? Yes. Would you call that like a terroir? I, when yeah, it, yes. 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 Damien, that one's for you, bud. <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates that. He's, <laughs> he's very excited to uh, be on the show again. I thought he was great. On the, uh, oh, everyone's been talking about it. Damien was amazing. Yeah, he has. He has. Even though his knowledge is slightly different because it's wine based, it still was very relevant to everything we were talking well, about. I, I enjoy, as you know, getting different perspectives on the show. So that's why I'm thrilled to have uh, Victoria here to give us the unique pastry chef pers- perspective. Absolutely. With flavor profiles, which is already coming in handy. I can tell you what to pair with pretty much everything we've, uh, I we've would, done. Ooh. Why have you not been doing that? I don't. I can't we, lie. I have no idea. Please please <laughs> jump in. All right. The cherry brandy. What are, what, are, what are we pairing with the cherry brandy? Hmm. I'm trying to think of something more interesting than, unfortunately, I'm, I'm stuck on scones now, but I think that would go better with the 10-year brandy. Okay. Because it's got that like buttery, you don't want to go too sweet. I think mm-hmm. instead of a black currant scone, I'd want to go with maybe just like a, like a typical blueberry. Get a little Ooh. bit more of the sweetness. Nice. What because the black currant. Would there be a possibility of getting like a little orange zest into that? Oh gosh, absolutely. With a blueberry? Yeah. For sure. That sounds absolutely. really good to me. Love mixing in a zest. That's good. I'd be hard pressed not to pair a Dunkin' Donuts chocolate glazed donut with uh, <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. oh, you know, those are just as good. <laughs> that was my first thought. So the cherry flavored brandy, there is this pastry. It's called an opera cake. Okay. And it's this multi-layered cake. I mean, if you've ever I, seen one, they're, yeah. they're quite literally just a t- bunch of tiny little layers. Mm-hmm. You can make them pretty much however you want, but typically they are chocolate based with some sort of like cream 
Very uh, cool. for lack of better, you know, description, Delicious. that would go perfect because it, mm-hmm. it needs to, although that is a little bit sweeter, I yeah. think it needs the, the chocolate balance. I like the chocolate idea with yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Chocolate cherry. You know, are you, you, know, are like you thinking rum. like a dark chocolate, a milk chocolate, a semi sweet? Typically dark. Okay. I'm um, in. It's not enough chocolate I'm that it's so too in. heavy as like a, or too bitter as like a dark chocolate. I, oh, I, I'm I, in. I, I ride for dark chocolate. Also, yeah, as do I. Big also, dark, yeah, big this, dark chocolate uh, Big dark chocolate fan. fan. This bun cake is going to be dark chocolate raspberry. Okay. So. That's, see, absolutely. Yeah. So get Pretty excited, gang. excited. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. So let's, uh, let's get into this uh, rye whiskey real quick. And Vic, be thinking of your pairing notes yeah, as I'll, we, I'll, as we get our noses up. I'll get here. in there. I am that mint like punched me in the face on the nose. Yeah. Very uh, aromatic. Yeah. I mean, my first inclination, it it smells a little young, which you typically see from uh, newer distilleries when it comes to their whiskeys. I feel like I've got maybe some apple or something on it. Like I'm getting something fruity. I don't know. It doesn't, it's not giving me dried fruit. I can say that much. Get more like a, uh, or like a cooked fruit. Okay, like jam- I can get like a, that. Kind of a jamminess to it. Yeah, like absolutely, a, like apple pie filling, maybe. Yeah, something like that. I'm getting that. I'm getting that mint Jenny's talking about, and then yeah. a little bit of like uh, the grain, which is coming from the, I believe, the youth of this. Yeah, um, which absolutely. Is to, which is to be expected. But uh, pretty good complexity of uh, aromas there, given the given the uh, the spirit here. So when it comes to the nose, are there certain things that you generally notice that differentiate like a rye from a bourbon? Well, just in general, rye tends to be a little bit spicier, a little bit mintier because the higher rye content, those are typically you're getting more baking spice, you're getting more um, either mint or licorice or like the aromatic notes. And um, whereas with bourbon, it's a little bit with corn. Higher corn content usually tends to be a little bit sweeter. You tend to get a little more of that like butterscotch, caramel, vanilla kind of stuff going on. Um, so I'm not surprised that we're not getting a lot of the sweet, as many of the sweet notes on this, and you're getting more of the spice notes. That's typically what you're going to find in a rye okay. bourbon. Now, that's not always the case, but that is a uh, kind of a generality of those kind of spirits next to each other. This palette is really cool. Yeah, it's actually um, better on the palate than on the nose, I think. I completely agree. Because it doesn't, it does not taste, I, the nose made me think it was a little bit young. Um, the palate is much better. Yeah, I, there's still a little bit of that mint flavor on there for me, but I feel like the fruits that I'm getting on this are both either like a blackberry or raspberry and also some sort of citrus. I've got both of those notes on there. There's definitely a brightness I'm getting on the palate. And I don't know if that's the uh, citrus or mint, but there's something that almost like pops um, yeah. yeah, it's like a it's like a tropical mint. If I was in, uh, I like it in the tropics. I like that as well. Mm-hmm. That's All pretty right. good though. I, honestly, that's I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I mean, we obviously bought it for a reason, but mm-hmm. also like, you know, it's good to know that like when we come back around, we're like, oh, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I tried it once like ten months ago, so this is actually. Yeah, I was gonna say I think that this hungover. is kind of fun. Like, like you said, oh, I don't know why it took so long for you guys to come back around to this. But having, I think, a little bit of distance, it's like interesting to go back. Obviously, it's I was like we're there. tasting it. It's like we're tasting right, it for the first time right. again. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't there to taste it, so this is all new for me. But it's kind of fun for you guys to be like, you know, we don't have like 
extensive tasting notes on the paper in front of us. It really is kind of like Ooh. almost starting at square one. A little one. bit of wild card, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Very good, though. Now, All right. For cocktailing purposes, I think that'd be also fine on old-fashioned. but maybe Old-fashioned, like, yeah. More of like a Manhattan kind of deal there. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could go either way. I'd want it a little sweeter. Yeah. So Manhattan for me, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think, I think that'd be the move. I definitely want this with a little bit of like an orange peel in it, though. That just yeah. seems like... You, you'd like this in as in a revolver? I've never had one of those. A revolver. I'm glad you asked. One of my favorite cocktails. Oh, beautiful. Um, it, it's typically with bourbon, but I would love. I actually would love to try it with some rye to see how it works. Yeah. Usually you go bourbon, um, coffee liqueur, and orange bitters. Oh, oh my god! It's, I'm, kind, it's kind of like for garnish. all over. It's that. kind of like you take the Manhattan and instead of vermouth, you put coffee liqueur into it. Beautiful. I'm and all over that. That cocktail fucks. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's really. I, good. I believe it. One of my favorites. So. I've decided what we're doing here for the pastry for this one. I'm, I'm ready. Get a I'm ready. Complex. I had I had to think of my feet, so I thought of things I've already made before the scone, the opera. Um, for this one, I think I would want to do some sort of fruit tart, but instead of being a fresh fruit tart, I want to do an almond based. Um, wait, Q, Q John. Marzipan. Do, do you have that on there? <laughs> do that, do we that? have it on the board? I don't. I don't have almond or marzipan. I don't think. Hold on. I don't. Ah, I don't. I don't have almond. Damn it. That's okay. Specifically, not marzipan. I, like I toasted almond. <laughs> John just loves the marzipan note. So, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. So, like a toasted, a toasted almond shortbread base. I want a chantilly cream, which is essentially like a whipped cream. Usually, use fresh vanilla bean. Um, oh, of course. I mean, I know, yeah. I know we know that obviously, but the listeners, I'm sure, appreciate. Of course, that. yeah. No, I got to describe it for everyone else. <laughs> Um, and then a a forest berry compote. So you want raspberry, black cherry, or uh, I actually do love forest blackberries. I forest yeah. berry crumble is some of my yeah. favorite stuff ever. But the raspberry, blackberry, blueberry mix of a of a compote, and then just for Allie, I want I want a little orange zest on that as well. Oh, which so, you usually do inside of a. So compote, listen, yes. you know how we were talking about how Parker's birthday is coming up. Mine's not for a while, but you have until August to. You know, brilliant to get your recipe together. I, I want that. I <laughs> yeah. want that. Sounds good. I just came up with it. So if it's terrible, I don't want to hear it. Jenny's birthday is in the middle. Yeah, so Jenny, sooner. <laughs> yeah. You start thinking about right, well, what dessert. Better. We'll taste that last one. I'll let All you know right, if we'll, something we'll comes up. We'll see what comes up. Um, it's actually my birthday is June first and Doug's is June second. So we're celebrating Doug's birthday more importantly than mine. That's my sister's birthday. June second. June second. All right. Dougie. Really important birthday days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get you a swimming pool well, for your birthday. She, she she can come to the Doug's pool party if she yeah. wants. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'll drag her here. She lives in Colorado, <laughs> but I think I think she'll make the trip. What part of Colorado? We like Colorado. She is in. Um, oh, hello. Doug had to make an appearance. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so slobbery. I love it. Thank you. No, Doug. Um, no. Doug, we don't. Go she to table. lives in uh, Bailey, Colorado. It's about an hour southwest of Denver. Okay, because mm. we were, we were just in uh, Fort Collins. In Denver, oh, but beautiful. Some wonderful, we wonderful, wonderful distilleries in uh, in yep. Fort Collins. Yep. Mm. Here's the question: is I noticed she... you had one up there. I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is she your height? Because if not, she's not gonna she's not gonna fit on our couch. She is in fact my height. Perfect. She can fit on the couch. She's maybe she's maybe got an inch on me. You think she can fit on the couch? I think she can try. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, some wonderful distilleries out there. And we took it an avalanche game over there, which was fun too. We did. Oh, how lovely. Yeah. My dad worked for them for a while. Nice. We have we have some 
my friend Brooke works for the Broncos. Oh, wow. So we got to go and she's in charge of like the, all the, like the tickets that they have for the other teams. Mm. So we sat in the Denver Broncos seats at the avalanche game. In fairness though, we were potential clients. We were, you know, so there was, we were talking about potentially becoming the official spirits podcast of the Denver Broncos. (laughs) Well, as you should, which which is is still in play. Um, but I, what a great time. And uh, I love the, uh, the the goalkeeper. Yeah. I, I want to say Francois, but I know that's not right. It's but, Francois something, yeah. And like I hear in the, in the crowd, someone's like, man, that Fran- Francois has got some really nice stick work. And the guy's like, they call him Frankie around these parts. <laughs> it's like, it was, oh, it's a wonderful time. Anyway, yeah. I got so, so amused by that. Every time we made a save, this thing came up and says, Frankie says, relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty good. We we enjoyed it. And also, we, I've never sat that close at a hockey game before. I'd recommend it if you have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Listen, start your own podcast, and then eventually you'll get to go to re- get really good seats at hockey games. Uh... <laughs> Got it noted. I'm actually listening to a podcast book right now, so <laughs> I'm ready like, to start one any minute here. I feel like Vic's really working her way into that uh, best guest nomination. Are I feel you, like I feel are you like, feeling threatened right now? I feel like one of us at this table is going to get the nomination, and I'm not feeling like it's going to be me. <laughs> Look, I told her last night at karaoke, she said, I'm definitely going to get best guest. And I said, didn't you say I was going to be on the pod? Because... Once again, Parker, you're looking so just like bright and fresh and energetic. Some, your nose is looking a little brown. Some might say <laughs> young. <laughs> my God. I'm, I'm glad Allie appreciates my youthful exuberance. Thank you. Someone has to. Mm-hmm. Hey, I said that you should have been the Aragorn of the group. So I, I, I feel like I should get points. I for did that. not forget that. Don't you worry. Thank you very much. Parker's going to start getting bribes under the table for this thing. Like, What, what do you mean start? I was going to say, that's been in action for a while. <laughs> the bribes are in the form of, I'll call you Aragorn if you want. <laughs> We're going to get along. His wife famously. is at the table, Vic. I'm sorry. His so, wife is consent, at the table. Naturally. Speaking, speaking of guys who look really good for their age, Aragorn, son of Arathorn. Yeah. Uh, yes. My God. You know who else? Douglas D. Duggington. Son of Parker, son of Jenny. God, he's so cute. He is very that handsome. Is, that's a handsome gentleman that's right there. The mm-hmm. most handsome dog you'll ever find. All right. So last up here, spirit wise, we've got the bourbon. Where did that bottle run off to? Oh, sorry. Oh, you're good. I just I like the like the little blurbs in the back of these. This also comes in at 80 proof. Um, so this says from mash to barrel, this is an American style bourbon with a Door County twist, a corn base with a pleasant bite round out this traditional spirit. That is not a lot of information, guys. I uh, <laughs> I looked I looked on the website, didn't really find anything. I when we were there, they didn't really tell us anything about it. I have no idea what the mash bill on this is. Because are you, um, Vic, being new to the show? Are you familiar with like what it means to be a bourbon versus what it means to be a rye? Look, I worked at an Irish bar at one point, okay. and at one point in my life, I did know the difference between those two things. It's been a minute, so the answer is no. Okay, so the big the big difference is that what in the mash bill. So for bourbon, it's got to be at least 51% corn, whereas rye, 51% rye. Oh, fair enough. And then it's got to be aged in new barrels, new American oak barrels. Oh. And that's that's the main. There's, there's things about like what proof it needs to be barrel. That doesn't really matter for what we're doing here. Brilliant. Um, but the big thing is, so this this expression should be more corn, Whereas the, the the rye was more rye. Now this could be fifty one percent corn, forty nine percent rye. For all I know, mm-hmm. um, which would be a high, very high rye bourbon. Uh, I don't think that's what's happening here. But 
since we don't know anything about it, we're going to have to use our best judgment when we taste this thing. I do want to go back. I wasn't thinking about proof when I was tasting that rye. And I feel like that one, um, I would have guessed it was higher than 80 proof. I thought it, I thought it tasted, it had a pretty strong uh, flavor profile. Um, I don't, I don't know that I agree with that, but, uh, I like, I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell me like 80 and 90. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I probably would have guessed like 90 though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Doug and Allie are, are cuddling in, mm-hmm. in Allie's podcast chair. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me get my, uh, let me get my glass in here. All right, Doug. Thanks for your input, Doug. Doug's like, I must be a part of the podcast. <laughs> okay. But have you seen those videos where somebody holds up a tiny microphone to dogs and they, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, that's about to happen right <laughs> now. Oh my Doug, God. Doug, Doug has some Doug, great Doug input if you ask so me. Much, it might be time for you. To, oh, I don't know. He's being so cute. Yeah. I'd say let it happen for right now. I mean, look at that face. He's sitting still. <laughs> so, uh, Vic, what do you get on that nose? It's a subtle nose. Yeah. I'm getting a little. I mean, vanilla seems like such a basic thing to say about any bourbon ever, but yeah, but it's if that's what you're smelling. But I'm getting it. Yeah, there are some bourbons that are just have vanilla note, and that's yeah, that's what it is. I've got honey there too. Oh yeah. If you want to get real deep, go. Is it like is it vanilla extract? Is it vanilla bean? You know, there's various extract, not bean layers of vanilla. Yeah, Coke. It's very light though. The nose is very light. Yes, vanilla Coke. (laughs) I could see some of that. uh, some like vanilla, yeah, but definitely vanilla extract. Yeah, because it's that. Um, like, I mean, like artificial. For lack of a better term, yeah, it's it's got alcohol. It's yeah. that bitter mm-hmm. vanilla. I've got maybe a little bit of like apricot or peach or something like that, like a light fruit note, but I can't get, get too deep on it. You get more of the fruit note, I think, on the palate, and definitely more of. I can't tell if it's like honey or vanilla, but it's one of the maybe it's some combination of the two. I don't know, but. <laughs> What about like a honey sickle? We just got, by the way, Doug is like all over all of us right now because we, we Parker and I just got home from vacation. Uh, so he's like, he's like, you guys got home and you immediately recorded a podcast. You're not paying attention to me at all. He's like, I'm right here. And I don't know if you know, I'm really cute. Yeah. <laughs> so Check. if you could just pay attention. Right. <laughs> he looks just like his father. <laughs> oh, so handsome. Two cuties. <laughs> A little bit of human eyes too. That's the thing with doodles. Yeah. They're looking at you. Yeah, yeah we, we, gotta get the, we have to get those out of his mouth. Those human eyes. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and you know what? I just had a Beetlejuice flash. The way that he picks up fucking anything, it wouldn't even surprise me that no, much. No, not <laughs> at all. Not at all. So on the palate. Oh yeah, the liquor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got more of the vanilla and the honey for sure. Maybe like peach. I'm getting the peach. I can see that. It's like, I was going to say some kind of stone fruit. Yeah. Peaches and cream. But it's like a mm-hmm. subtle fruit. Like peach, I feel like is a very subtle oh. fruit compared to like a strawberry, raspberry, that passion fruit daiquiri we had the other day at the distillery. <laughs> oh, Vic's getting ready for her I just inspired. Notes. I can already I think see I just inspired Vic a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the light bulb's like really bright. It's kind of blinding actually. Yeah. Okay. As it should be. Mm-hmm. What, Vic, what do you got? All right. Okay. We're going, we're going classic here. I'm going to pie. Um, a good, like flaky, flaky crust pie. I want, I want it to be with peaches. And I mean like the best, most absolutely ripe peaches you've ever had. Um, 
it's got to be like a cinnamon based yes mix though i need a little bit of cinnamon in there I feel like I get the tiniest note of cinnamon on this too. Like when you said cinnamon, like I was like, it's not, it's not, it's subtle. It's like right on the end. Yeah. But it's good. But I definitely, I absolutely, it's gotta be, just be topped with like regular whipped cream. I'm going super basic for this one. I like the whipped cream though. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like you could almost cook with this in there. Like if you were like cooking with. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you could throw this right into the mix. Yeah. I, I'm enjoying it. What are you guys writing about? Are you I, writing notes I, to each other? We're passing notes. notes. Yeah, yes. Allie and I are having a side conversation. Hey, you remember how Parker and I are famously the youngest people on the pod? <laughs> famously. <laughs> it's it's almost like we're back in school over here. We're passing notes. <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> you can you can leave that out, but I don't know if you should. <laughs> Do you, would you like to share your note with the class? Uh, no. <laughs> I think we can save that for perhaps the end of the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Wink, uh, wink. I don't know. My teachers used to read them right out loud in front of me. Oh, yeah. There was I'm one, the teacher. Mrs. Stroud. <laughs> Mrs. Stroud. Call out to her. She used to like, and you said to this boy, and I'm like, please. Please, Mrs. Stroud, I beg you. Well, and here's the thing. That is actually not helping. Yeah. I know, but it's okay. See, now I will. I didn't even know what the podcast was here's, until you said the name. Here's the thing, Vic. So I'm thrilled. Kitty said it in an accent. So if you really wanna if you really wanna win anything, you're gonna need to come in with a little little accent work. Look, I'm not trying to offend anybody at any given point ever. So I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna pass on the accent. You could go, you could lean into your California. You could go full Valley girl. I don't, I could I just don't, like totally be Valley girl. Cause I'm sure everyone super wants to listen to that. Do, do people really talk that way in they California? They really do. That's annoying. I have friends gonna, that talk I'm, like that. I'm going to ask you to stop right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely understand. <laughs> We're going to cut that. That was, a- <laughs> please do. It was horrible. That, but no, just so you keep... know, there is an accent you could do. And it, the only people who would offend is the people whose ears yeah, have to bleed. And, and yeah. the last thing that I want is people not to listen to me talk. <laughs> we love a that self-aware queen. A self-aware <laughs> queen. Horrendous. I, look, I don't know if you guys know about me because we just met tonight, mm. but I'm really humble. You're... <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to laugh at it or not. You're allowed to laugh. No, no. In all honesty, I I did pick up on that. And modest. You strike me as probably the second most humble person I've met. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The first, of course, being me. Um, Of course. Yeah. Of course. Like, like I'm not not eligible for most humble guest because I'm the the host of the show. But 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 it's telling me. But if you were. Jenny's like, I hate all of you. I just, I just really want, I want to be not nominated for oh any God. category, but I do want honorable mention for all of them. Okay. Um, you have basically spent the entire first quarter of the year lobbying to be, <laughs> to get a nomination. And now all of a sudden you're like, I don't even want to be nominated. Like listen, <laughs> no, it's, it's be- part of my evolution, Jenny. It's, it's going to be a Lifetime Achievement Award situation where like... Yeah, it's going to be like 10 years she, she, from now. She, she never got a, a nomination in any category, but like, you know what? We appreciate her contributions to the medium as a whole. So here's, Absolutely. Here's an award. I think, I think you just need to add a new one, a uh, new category, and it's going to be Best Character Development. And it's going to go to Allie for finally saying she doesn't need the nomination. I don't, I don't know that my character has developed much. <laughs> 
So she's she's not really helping her cause for that particular one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never mind, actually. Anyway, what do you guys like about this bourbon? <laughs> um, it's very light, um, but I do like the flavors of the bourbon. I think that it's um easy drinking. I'm getting kind of that some of that sweet corn, which you'd expect from mm -hmm. a, a pretty uh, relatively young bourbon. Um, a little bit of fruit, a little bit of honey vanilla. I think we talked about. Yeah, I'm thinking like a corn cake with honey drizzled on top. I just like can't. cornbread? Oh no, no like no. a like a pancake, was, but a corn cake. I was I was also thinking of cornbread, but like was, a pancake, but corn. Oh, okay, you know what? I, but shout out to, to shout jo out to, to, jo to John, our my co-host. Who uh who makes cornbread? Um, Allie and I were just talking, and John, if you could please make her some cornbread, she really loved it, and we she would love to have some more as soon as you can. I know you're a busy guy. Please make Allie some cornbread. She's very excited about it. Extra butter this time, John. I really just want to feel like my arteries are clogging, and I mean that in the best way possible. Look by the responses, I'm I'm completely torn on whether this cornbread is good or not. Hey, listen, let's not really deep dive into that. Um, anyway. This <laughs> This bourbon, this is pr is, yes, is pretty this good. particular bourbon. I okay. Look, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I know I'm on a podcast right now talking about bourbon, and I should probably is know. It, is it the mics that gave it away? Any? Oh shoot! Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> that's what this is. Okay, lovely. Um, I don't know anything about bourbon. When I drink whiskey, it is Irish. Okay. Pretty much always. So I don't know a lot about it, um, but I do get that sweet corn and not being like, oh, you know, I too taste that. Mm -hmm. Um. Is that something you typically get with a bourbon? Like, is that something I will usually taste with a bourbon? Which note are we talking about? The, the sweet corn that you just said. Uh, so, yeah, you'll typically see that, especially in like a younger bourbon. Okay. So if um, the longer it stays in the barrel, it gets more barrel influence. Makes perfect sense. Fair enough, yeah. So that's typically your um, your vanilla, your baking spice notes, your caramel, butterscotch notes. Okay, so I like older bourbons. That's, com that's coming from the <laughs> barrel. Um, usually, and then you, if you're getting more of a graininess to it, that's usually, that's the, the spirit cause it's, yeah. it's grains and uh, not, that's necessarily a bad thing if it's got a graininess to it. It's just, if it's like, I think this is actually a good example of like, like a good sweet corn kind of flavor. Yeah. Um, it's now, great. No, I've had bourbons that were not very old that had a terrible, like, um, grainy kind of ness to it that are, uh, yeah. not as approachable. This is actually pretty nice. I would I would drink this. Allie, put a couple drops of water in there. I want your take on that. You know I love a couple drops. I am a sucker for a couple drops. Get in there, girl. Yeah. It, now, it does open it up sometimes. This the, the low proof on this. I like doing this a lot more when it's a higher proof thing because that you tend to get past some of the, like the the alcoholness of it. You can just push him off. Yeah. No, he's, he's but we love him it's so okay. much. Okay. Um, Careful, he's gonna lick your face. I I will say. I was talking about Allie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're so good. Um, See, you can like me too. Normally, I would assume I would look at a bourbon and a rye and assume mm -hmm. I would like the bourbon more. Mm -hmm. In this case, I'm totally digging the rye over the bourbon, which is just fun. Same. It's fun to know that like you can have preconceived notions and yep. have them turned on their head. I will also say, uh, noted Irish whiskey lover. Allie over here. Really proud of you for that one, Vic. Thank you so much for the Irish whiskey Absolutely. shout out. Anytime. So Jenny, um, between the bourbon and the rye, what'd you think? I liked the rye better. Um, I feel like the rye was more complex. Um, and just had a better backbone. Um, but I mean, both were good. Um, 
Are we doing best overall though? Yeah, we're, we're transitioning into that. I just thought that it was a natural like. Yeah. I, I also between the two of them, I like. I think I like the rye a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all those same reasons, it's a little bit more going on there. Though the bourbon was, I was puzzled and surprised because usually I worry with um, younger distilleries. So rye is a little easier to do younger than bourbon is typically. You can make it, yeah, good faster. Yeah, like a, like a good, Ooh. like a good rye you, can be like four years old. Whereas good bourbon, typically a little older than that. And there are some, but like it's a little easier to do younger rye than younger bourbon. So I'm not totally surprised that rye was a little bit better. But what was your favorite overall? Let's uh, let's start with that. <laughs> Mine was the ten year brandy. I so am mm-hmm. or the uh, yeah the tenth anniversary, anniversary brandy. brandy. Yeah. So, excuse me. I after just I had my ass handed to me. I was talking about how I didn't really get brandy. And then I tried that 10th anniversary brandy and I love the complexity of it. I felt like there was a lot you could do with it. And I was, you know, it, it made me want to dig into it a little bit more, which was a duck. So fucking cute. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry, but that, <laughs> that no, it, it really, it was a really pleasant surprise for me to, you know, mm-hmm. opening up my horizons. So yeah. 10th anniversary brandy. All right, Vic, what do you think? You know what? I feel the same way, but about the rye. I have always said I am not a rye fan. Mm. Um, I think I just haven't tried enough rye whiskeys. That's probably true. Yeah. That's my exact experience. I mean, uh, the only ones I've really sat down and had a good amount of were probably like bullet rye. Mm. Um, And compared to bullet bourbon, bullet bourbon to me is so much better. So... I, I really enjoyed actually enjoying a rye. I think I... We're going to open our eyes. We, we gotta, I'm we gotta, so ready. It's, 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 it's a long journey we're starting tonight. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I think I'm ready for yeah, it. Yeah. We're gonna, I, got a, I got a rye on the table behind me. We're going to have you try after this episode. Yeah. Oh, I'm thrilled. I'm absolutely thrilled. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, what was your favorite? So I'll agree, I just want to agree with Vic with the, the whole rye thing. When we first started this podcast, I, I can't tell you how many times I said, well, I don't really like rye. And then like... The more of them I tried, I'm like, okay, I like, like rye. Oh, actually, I just didn't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think the first couple of ryes that I tried were a little bit like very rye in your face, and mm-hmm. it was too much for me. But no, I like rye. Um, I agree, though. the The brandy was, or the yeah, the tenth anniversary brandy was my favorite. Very good. I feel like that was the most. I like something that's nice and complex. I feel like you could sip it. I feel like you could cocktail with it. I feel like you could do a lot of things, and I really enjoyed the tasting notes that we got. Um, from that particular brandy. Does anyone want to revisit this brandy? Yeah. Oh, I yes. do. Let me <laughs> let me finish this. Look, the water for me, it didn't it didn't do enough. By the way, Doug is loving on Vic hard right now. So hard. Oh my god, Doug's <laughs> trying to get into Vic's water hard right now. Um, he does do that. <laughs> so, so something that I think Parker touched on that I find to be very true. Normally, adding a little bit of water, I think Parker said this, and it's in my experience. It's when it's something that's higher proof that it opens it up a little bit more. Yes, sweetie. I'm sorry. Um, I stopped petting you. And mm-hmm. in this case, in this case, it wasn't a high proof to begin with. I just felt like it was already smooth. It didn't change much for me. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I think I, I think at that level of proof, you you, you run the risk of uh, just watering it down. Versus oh, like, uh, what are you doing, Doug? I don't know, but I told him to buy me dinner first. <laughs> well, at least Doug got to second base today, which is pretty exciting. <laughs> and he's really licking that microphone. Yeah. 
But uh, so, yeah, you like the brandy the best. Yeah, I think I would like to make a sidecar with this. Mm-hmm. I'd like to put it in sangria. I'd like to make an old fashioned with this. Like there are a lot of things, a lot of ways that I, I could I could just sip it. Um, and I'd be happy with all of those options. I, I agree with that sentiment. I I like the rye better than bourbon, but I like the 10th anniversary brandy the best of all. Yeah, I feel like it's not even the rye is not that far behind for me either. I really think that there's a lot to do that you can do with the rye as well. Um, but as kind of similarly to everybody else on the panel here, we're all seem to not be much like uh, well versed in bur- or in brandy. So yeah, it's like okay, kind of opened our eyes a little bit today. Absolutely. I mean, I've only ever had what you said it was like the. VSOP, the Saint Remy VSOP, which is a, yeah. great, a, a wonderful French brandy. I don't think I've had the Saint Brandy one, but the VSOP that I said probably a different uh, brand well, also, of VSOP. Well, so yeah, VSOP is a a level of brandy. It's oh, what does it stand for? Very special old par. Don't ask me why. Are you kidding? I'm not. But it's because brandy is bougie. Just go with it. But okay. Uh, but essentially, what that means is age at least four years. Um. Okay. Which is, there's also VS, which just means very special, but that's aged less. It's like two years. Oh, okay. like, yeah. There's like years. a scale. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, it, but that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So there's uh just different levels and there's also XO, which means it's been aged a lot longer and that's typically a lot more expensive. Okay. So I have definitely had, I've had a cheap version of all of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a very cheap version. I mean, Anna buys it just so that she can, you know, she's grabs a little snifter she throws some brandy well, in it. She drinks it. The end. Well, my, my favorite cocktail brandy, though, is only like 13 bucks at the store. It's, I love that. It's, it's, it's You said it's the St. Remy? Yeah, Jenny's bringing in the I'm going to have to right have there. her. I'll have her try it, and I'll have her get back to us because she drinks brandy yeah, it's fantastic. much more often than I it's do. It's fantastic for cocktailing. It's beautiful bottle. It's, it's our go-to brandy, the cocktail brandy. It's fantastic. Now, there's also like much nicer brandies like your cognacs and your armagnacs. Which, yeah. are, which are more specialized and they are more expensive, but very good. Wait, wait, wait. I am cognac em- is brandy. Yeah, I was just going to yes. say, I'm embarrassed to say that I did not realize I had cognac no is idea. I, I Listen, guys, I'm here, and this podcast is here to, to teach the good people about the spirits. I'm always here to be educated. So, so. yes, so brandy is the overall category, uh, whereas cognac and armagnac are uh, very specific. They can only be made, much like champagne is different than sparkling wine. It's actually exactly oh like that. Oh my gosh, it is. Exactly yes. Like okay. Because much like champagne, the champagne region of France, if you're a champagne, mm-hmm. France makes sure that if you're calling yourself a champagne, you have to meet all those criteria. Yes. Because they don't want there to be bad champagne. Of course. Because then it ruins the reputation of the entire category. Much, very similarly, Armagnac and Cognac are both in France. Those are mm-hmm. different regions of France that make brandy. They can only make it certain times a year. It can only be great from grapes from that region. Now, yeah. and those are different regions. So because of that, it's a different fr- flavor profile. It's still both brandy, but they're a little bit different because of the, the type of grapes you're growing in the one region. Yeah. In the other region. Are they made in a different way as well? Because like for, I, I, for I, champagne, it's, you know, method champenois yeah, versus the. One, one of them is still uh, distilled one more time. The other one, it's the whole oh, thing. Oh, brilliant. All right. Hold on. Yeah. There, there are some subtle differences in how, how they're made. But, I know a lot more about wine than I do about liquor. So. Right. <laughs> Some of the stuff translates a little bit better than you might think. Oh God. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's like with, with pastry, it's, it was actually very frustrating working as a bartender. I know the basis of how flavors are supposed to work and Mm -hmm. how they, you know, come together Mm -hmm. and create bigger things. But liquor is just like a whole different 
ball game and when you mm. want to make something taste like something mm -hmm. you don't necessarily use the same principles that you do in pastry so it is nice to know a little bit about wine because it kind of has that similar you know you're not gonna you're gonna get different flavor profiles etc etc sure. all that to say mm -hmm. i i am excited though because i i've always wanted to learn how to make those flavor profiles with liquor so well, the I more think, I know, the I better. I think this is a really cool thing about having different guests. Like we talked about with Damien coming in with like a ton of wine knowledge. Mm -hmm. Same, I mean, different, but same, you know, kind of concept. You're coming in with this like huge well of pastry knowledge mm -hmm. and then finding ways to relate that toward something that you haven't maybe thought of as deeply before. Yeah. Still, still picking out flavors, right? Absolutely. You know? yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and the flavors that naturally go with it. That so you match can usually, well. yeah. 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 We got to cinnamon without even realizing it because I just thought, oh, cinnamon would taste good with this. And that's right. And then when you said it. cinnamon, I was like, oh, I kind of taste it there yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I love that. And then what we do notice a lot with more domestic brandies is you see a lot more of the fruit, different fruit. Cause brandy can be made from a variety of types of fruit. Mm -hmm. Now, like cognac, armagnac, those are made from grapes, but like, obviously we had a cherry brandy here. I have no idea what this, uh, the second one's made of. Probably also cherries. I don't know. I thought it was grape. But, may, it's, but maybe it's grape. Not too. with, it's with the vineyard. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. They, uh, they are with that vineyard. So it's probably the grapes they're growing. Um, but we did that Reinhold episode recently. That was, we had plum brandy, pear brandy. Um, there are some great apple brandies out there. Incredible. I have those right over here. Well, but I'm uh, not drunk enough to say no yet. <laughs> <laughs> I already told <laughs> I already told Vic we're taking an Uber home, so we've got we've got at least another hour under our belts. <laughs> if you guys are up for it, <laughs> we had a rough day. I, I, got, a, I got a long day of uh, drinking tequila tomorrow, so <sighs> tough stuff. So, <laughs> but yeah, so brandy's great. Um, Door County Distillery. If you're uh, this summer, if you're up in Door County. I, I very much recommend you stop at both of these distilleries up there. It is very much worth your time. Reminder that Hatch Distillery is the other one. Yep, Hatch Distillery, which is right next to uh, One Barrel. Great brewery up there, there too, in Door County. But uh, yeah, just little distillery tour. I know they actually do tours that stop at the different distilleries and breweries and stuff. They have like a big bus you can go go to and they'll take you around. It's kind of cool. And there's like a couple wineries around there too. But uh, I mean, we're big Door County fans. We're going up this summer for, for a trip. Oh, heck yeah. Um, it's awesome. Bring in Doug. Uh, if you're on Washington Island, uh, please go to Man's Mercantile, uh, sponsor of the show. Um, also, <laughs> owned by, also owned by my cousin. <laughs> but uh, just saying, um, they have the best fudge in Wisconsin. Go, uh, they really do. Ooh, okay, flavors. I'm I'm glad you just stopped mm -hmm. with Wisconsin because mm -hmm. had you said best fudge, I would have had to find it a little bit. No, it's it's the best one in Wisconsin specifically. That's perfect. Very, very specific, and they have a variety of other things up there. But a uh, great place to visit. But yeah, go check out these cool distilleries up in Wisconsin. Fun times. Um, we do have a mailbag question today. Ooh. So uh, uh, Ralph from Topeka, Kansas asks, um, what are some tequilas you guys are into right now? So th mm. thank you for your question. Um, I, I love that as not, like, not that people know when, we're, when I'm asking, getting these questions, what our next episode is going to be about, but... I love that this is a total right turn from what we were talking about. I yeah. feel like you had this one like in your back pocket for a while waiting for the exact waiting right for that time. Tequila moment. Waiting for a brandy slash <laughs> yeah. whiskey episode. Absolutely. Too. You were like, this is this is what the people want and it's what they deserve. So Allie. Parker. What what tequilas are you into right now? Here's the thing about being me. 
My favorite tequila is whatever tequila my good friends, Parker and producer Jenny, are putting in front of my face. <laughs> and that's pretty much all I have to say about that. You're, you're good young friends. <laughs> oh, my God. Did I not mention? <laughs> Spry. I beat you to it. The exuberance. The exuberance. Absolutely. Mm. Glowing is a word I would use. I would agree with you. You know what, Vic, thank you so much. I appreciate it. That means a lot. It means a lot coming from her. From me, Mm. nada. (laughs) Um, I am, we've, once again, my experience pre-podcast was basically none. Mm -hmm. So I'm building up the building blocks of a, a knowledge of spirits. The only tequila I have ever owned other than like in college, which we're not going to count that because mm-hmm. um, that was just garbage, mm-hmm. uh, is the bottle of Espolone that is lives in my freezer. And then every now and then in the summer only, so it hasn't been touched in a while, um, I'm going to like go on a boat or something and I just take a swig of it. So um, That's very my, my favorite tequila is whatever my good friends Parker and Jenny put in front of my face. I will say Espolone is a very fine tequila. It's fine. Like, yeah, no, like, I I feel good about it. great. Like, I would never great be in the freezer if somebody's like, "Hey, I got Espelon. Cool. Yeah, nothing wrong with Absolutely. that. Absolutely, I feel the same way. So, All right. like, what do you got? Tequila. Let's see. I I don't drink a lot of tequila. Mm-hmm. Typically, when I'm drinking it, it's a shot or somebody has bought me some nice tequila. There was a moment there when I would go to a bar. I used to play, I used to play pool mm-hmm. uh, competitively, and we would drink. I can't remember what brand it was, but it was a cucumber tequila with just salt on the rim. That was my favorite. But these days, if it's Añejo, Mm. I probably like it. I don't have a specific brand because I don't drink it enough. Yeah. Um, Mostly what I've been drinking uh, Añejo wise is uh, I think it's just Don Julio. Okay. Which is, you know, it's just because I can find it at my bar. Yeah, sure. uh, but normally, you know, I don't, I don't reach for it, but I do know that I like the Añejo. I like the Reposado, the darker, any of the silver tequila, the Blanco tequila is really going to get me. Ooh. Not, not in the best way. All right. Well, when it comes to me, well, I'm ready. Oh, I go. know. I mean, that's, I mean, I was going to say go for it. that one next. So the reason that Parker and I just looked at, like when you said you didn't really, you weren't really into Blanco, we were kind of like, ooh, because like we have one that we like hold very close to our hearts. I will try um, anything. It's called Fortaleza Blanco. Um, so um, we did not get to utilize it on this particular episode, but we do a thing on this uh, podcast where if um, we deem that a bottle is extra special or really good or, you know, stands out to us. We give it a sticker. We put a sticker on it that says that bottle fucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah so we have fucks? to declare that that bottle fucks. So then this we put bottle this, fucks. Yeah, that's one of them. Oh, uh, it's a new bottle, so it doesn't have the sticker on it. At the oh, moment. listen, <laughs> the bottle fucks. Vic, yeah. you, don't, you don't work tomorrow. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing about me. We'll taste is a that, few things after the podcast. Yeah, don't worry. God, this is really oh. important. Yes. Look, I know I'm new here, and you guys probably already knew this, but there is a sticker, and it does say that bottle fucks, <laughs> yeah. and I'm really thrilled about it. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a metaphorical sticker. No, there's there's, we have that, real stickers. Can yeah. I get one of those stickers just for like my personal use? Well, hold on. I'm not going to put it on anything other than like not a bottle. I think she's going to put it on something, guys. Well, not a bottle, though. It's not my decision whether something fucks or not. You know what? Th- thank you. 
Absolutely. She understands. That, that, that is the level of responsibility that I look for in first-time guests. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Absolutely. That, that's, that's, that's not for me, but I just like the sticker. It mm-hmm. does say that bottle fucks. It uh, does. We can, we, we can discuss more after the episode. Brilliant. Sure. Um, but so that is one of my favorite tequilas for sure. Um, I am kind of with you on the Añejos. I like a lot of Añejos. Corazon Añejo is a very cheap Añejo that yes. I very much enjoy. Um, when it comes to what tequila am I into right now? Like those are, like, I don't know that I have a new one to present other than those. Uh, yes. I always recommend everyone go listen to our Corazon tequila episode. It's a good, that's a very good, um, um th- that is value uh, tequila. Corazon Blanco is my favorite, like cocktailing tequila. It's pretty, pretty reasonably priced. It's like 25, 30 bucks. It's great. Uh, we do have, uh, I've got another expression of it in there. I forget which fits in Repo or in Yale. We have Reposado. Uh, Doug, Doug really wanted to contribute to the tasting wheel. I appreciate that. Um, but of course, my one of my absolute favorites, and we did an episode of them as well a while back, uh, Codigo. Um, they're in Yeho, which, uh, what does oh, that shit. say on the front of that bottle? Um, I think that bottle fucks. Yeah, this, <laughs> this in Yeho uh, is fantastic. Okay, well, first of all, on first impression, this bottle is stunning. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's a nice look, yeah. Um, but and their whole lineup, though, is is just fantastic. I know a friend of mine um, recently left our work, and as a parting gift, I got him the uh, the Blanco version of this, which is wonderful. The Repo is so good. Just a great brand. I'm a big fan. Uh, that's good. I also like uh, El Tesoro. Yeah, we have a few expressions uh, of that down there. If you ever get a, a, get a like a store pick of El, like an El Tesoro Repo, that's a store pick. Yeah, good stuff. S- scoop it up. I know a friend of the show, Todd, loves those. I do, too. Sup, Todd? Mm-hmm. Another great brand of tequila. So, but yeah, Codigo, obviously Fortalaise is great. It's just, it's becoming car- really hard to find. It's very. So I think what just happened is that my eyes were opened mm-hmm. to other tequilas, yeah. which I knew could happen, but mm-hmm. also, you know. Sometimes you need a push in the right direction. Sometimes you need a push. Look, typically, you know that there's a, a look, I don't listen to country music and I have to start by saying that, mm-hmm. but there is a country music song and it is called Tequila Makes Your Clothes Come Off. Oh yeah. Yep. I listened to it yep. last week. Yeah. So that's where I'm at on tequila. <laughs> so usually mm. when I'm drinking tequila, it's mm. not, mm, yeah. You're so not the trying to appreciate. Yeah. I'm like, yes. And all of a sudden I'm a Valley girl that we, we so despise mm-hmm. the, the <laughs> accent of. Unless you're listening. We, in fact, we don't mind if you're a Valley girl. No, no, no. God, of course not. I am from there and mm. I do have the accent. I just, um, it's very repressed. So, yeah, you repress it. But, yeah. but four yes. or five shots of tequila and then it's back out. Four or five shots of tequila and all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, She's this tequila back. is just amazing. This is so good. <laughs> <laughs> she is really good at it. Fantastic. It's real. Well, uh, Ralph, I hope that helps for your tequila needs. Uh, <laughs> if you're looking for something on the more reasonably priced, Corazon's great. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Codigo, El Tesoro. Um, tequila Ocho, another good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's hope that helps. But uh, guys, great times. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, thank you, Ali, Vic, producer Jenny. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us uh, on Instagram at Chai Spirits, guys. Of course, uh, email us your great episode ideas and your mailbag questions, Chai Spirits, guys, at gmail.com. And your pitch to go on a date with Ali, Chai Spirits, guys, at gmail.com. Yeah, yep, yep. And then uh, I love that. Also, check out the merch store. Zassel.com slash store slash Chai Spirits Guys for all of your fun Chai Spirits Guys merch. I know Allie prefers men wearing Chai Spirits Guys merch. That is absolutely necessary. Uh, When we go on our date, which we will be going on, lucky winner, if you're not wearing Chai Spirits Guys merch, 
I'm walking out the door. <laughs> She's walking out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So thanks, guys. We'll see you next time here at Shy Spirits, guys. Cheers. 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 <laughs>